Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Share Diversity, the Muslim businesswoman podcast where we share the diversities of Muslims in the media. Before you jump into this episode, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, you review us on iTunes and inshallah follow us on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube where we share more insights into business, branding and womanhood. I talked with Amina from the Book Nomad podcast on her podcast about two very beautiful books, The Alchemist and The Digital Prince. And here are some excerpts from my opinion and my learnings that I took from The Alchemist. Our conversation was so much fun, mostly because we were not one opinion at all. We had very, very different views on both of the books. So inshallah, enjoy this episode. It's just a little excerpt. And the rest you will find on her podcast, The Book Nomad Podcast. We talk about Qadr, Tawakul, and Sabr, and so much more. So stay tuned. The Alchemist uh, is written by Paulo Coelho, and it was published originally in Portuguese. Paulo Coelho is from Brazil, as far as I yeah. remember, and it was from the 80s, so 1980s. It basically tells the story of a young shepherd, his name is Santiago, and he has a dream about a treasure, and he has to, like the dream tells him to travel to the pyramids in Egypt to find his treasure. And he basically follows his personal legend, which is probably another word for destiny. Mm. Yeah, and on his way, he meets different people and has different encounters, good and bad, and goes uh, like goes through different trials to then find his treasure in a place where he didn't expect it to be. So I don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell anyway, because like, you know, people haven't read it, so I'm not going to spoil it. But basically, it's a lot about um you know following your dreams and being persistent um in you know just following your le your personal legend and not letting life go into the way of pursuing your destiny mm. so yeah i thought we could look at common themes between the two books um that's why mm -hmm. we thought it would be good to discuss these together because there's a lot of similarities right even in the mm -hmm. kind of circumstances of um other that you know they were both not written in english They've both been translated into many, many languages and are very successful in many countries. Both Amina and I shared what we thought about the book. And this is my part. I think for me, I think I had a very different perspective on it because mm. when I read the book for the first time, I wasn't Muslim. Okay. So like my, my point of view was like super different for me. So self-actualization was one part of the narrative. For mm. me, it was following the journey that has already been written for you. Mm. And for my from my perspective, I always believed in God. Like I didn't think, oh, there's a universe and there's like things around that, you know, kind of control you or where you go. But I was I was always always thinking there is God. But I didn't think about who is God. Mm. And, and what am I supposed to do to get to know him and all that stuff. So for me, it was, say, from a from a Muslim perspective right now, mm. I can say it's a dangerous Orientalist writing in the way that, you know, Muslim cultures are per perceived as mythical and exotic mm. and all these things that we are already used to from Orientalist literature. Mm. And it portrays a lot of stereotypes and all that stuff. But from a revert perspective i can tell like another story because it re resonated with me because of the idea of one creator like for me the whole book 
was describing the the one the omnipresent he's always with you he knows everything he created everything so the one was uh, like for me it's interesting because you're talking about him talking about gods Mm. but for me that that wasn't the thing that stuck with me for me it was in all your journey wherever you go there's god always with you and he has written the things that you are going to experience way before you were created and on the way like you just have to keep going to get to know yourself through knowing what god has written for you so that was kind of the takeaway that you know what i remember were not the magic mystery or people who would steal from him or kidnap him or whatever but it was rather that everywhere you go god is with you and he stands beside you and for me it didn't matter if it was playing in egypt or in mexico or japan or Mm. in some village in germany it would have been if what it made sense for someone who is not from that region to relate it because it shows you And that's kind of what we learn as well. That's why a lot of stories are in the desert, because in the desert, there's nothing, Mm. you know, that can save you except God. Like you are so on your own. There's not a village nearby where you can just like get rescue. But your savior is always the one you don't see, but the one that is always with you. So for me, if you take the culture out of the equation, Mm. it's about a person who's seeking purpose in the unknown. And is kind of experiencing many signs that lead him to the way, the same direction where he came from, which is God. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but I, to be honest, like I'm saying, I have a very unique perspective on it because no, the first time I read it, yeah, it's good. You know, I mean, it, I'm I'm glad you said that because obviously, you know, my perspective is based in my beliefs and my mm-hmm. un, my knowledge of the region. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it's uh, made me think. But I, to be honest, um, it's interesting because I didn't feel, and maybe I missed it. I didn't feel a presence of God in this book. There was a lot of mention of it, but I didn't feel like the understanding was that God was behind these signs and this journey. So it's interesting that you felt, you you said you really felt that in the book. Mm-hmm. I actually went back and looked for um, some passages that reminded me of things that I then later on discovered in mm. the Quran. So let me let me see where it is. Yeah, there was one quote from the book which uh, which says, God created the world so that through its visible objects, men could understand his spiritual teachings and mm. the marvels of his wisdom. And that really resonated with me in the in the way that it kind of sounds like it's kind of related to the ayah in the Quran, which says, yeah. indeed, in the, in the creations of the heavens and the earth and the alternation of the night and the day are signs for those of understanding. To be honest, when I read that, I assumed he'd taken it from the Quran. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be the first time for you know authors to do something like that. I mean, it it sounds extremely similar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my assumption. Um, mm-hmm. And in his biography, it did say that he traveled in North Africa. Mm-hmm. So I assume he has kind of he has interacted to an extent with Islamic beliefs and cultures, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if he did or not. That was my reaction when I saw that. And there's another one. Let me, yeah. let me look at it. Um, Listen to your heart. It knows all things because it came from the soul of the world and it will one day return mm. there. Which is for me, like the soul of the world is God. Okay. For me, it's something that is very... <laughs> I mean, you know, when you don't want to believe... Let's say from a revert perspective, mm. a lot of times, you know, um, agnostics 
which I called myself at that time, yeah. would say, you know, I believe in something that is greater than myself, but mm. I don't call it God. And that's just another way of saying I'm too lazy to research actually what I believe in. Okay. I can say it from my perspective and I and yeah. I'm like I'm calling it out because that's the most of the time there like because it takes time to research you yeah, know? yeah it takes time to like see okay do I really agree with everything can yeah. I fully commit to it do, do I want to change my life for it do I want to change my surrounding for it so for me like all these words like universe or soul of the world it was just another word for God right so in a way, yeah. um, if we look at it like that, it's kind of a um, it's a way of talking about God without being explicit, right? He's using exactly. imagery. Mm, maybe that's why yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's why it resonates with so many people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. It makes more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think that is part of. The thing that grated on me is because generally I'm I'm not really I don't this kind of uh, spirituality that doesn't really commit you know what I mean mm -hmm. which is I mean mm -hmm. it's quite common these days you see it quite a lot it's kind of a general belief in something mm -hmm. for me like that doesn't appeal to me at all because I feel like mm -hmm. it doesn't have any roots you know what I mean so I think. For Muslims, this is a good book to understand how to speak with non-Muslims who are interested in finding their God, finding themselves, finding, you know. Mm. Like, it's a, it's a good translation book for how to speak with non-Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because it kind of doesn't exclude anyone. Yeah. And it's interesting because when you listen to, like, self-development talks and, like, all these life coaches, a lot of times they say God because a lot of them are Christian, right? Mm. So they say God, but they wouldn't say Jesus because they know a lot of people don't believe that Jesus is God. And then mm. sometimes they don't say God, but they say universe, they say greater power, they say or whatever you want to call it. Like you, you can hear that in these talks because you cannot cannot talk about it. But that's the interesting thing for me. That's why mm. I listen to those people because I know actually you want to say God, but you just don't say it to, you know, reach a wider audience. Like I get you, man. <laughs> but, you know, it kind of like it brings us to like the understanding that we're all from the same source hmm. just some of us want to call it differently some of us don't want to define it and i feel we shouldn't be like we shouldn't be negative in the way that you know you have to call it a name you know you just say it but mm. be a little bit more emotionally invested in finding out their way of speaking so that eventually they can be led to you know hmm. the the term yeah, that a like lot of a people common, are common ground yeah yes yeah exactly so when you when you read it the second how many times have you read this book two times two times so the first yeah. time you read it you were not muslim yeah and the second time you were yes so the second time what was there a big difference in how you experienced the book or i think it was just <laughs> i think it was just for me to translate in my head oh man you mean god you know like mm. okay you're saying this but you mean god or a lot of times as well i saw things that have names like either it's a it's a action or a mindset or just a word that they say which have actually mean like meaning in islam so for example a big thing that is mentioned a lot in the alchemist is the term personal legend mm. and if you would like if i when i heard it i was just like okay just just call it qadr you know like it's yeah. just you know your destiny what's written for you so the point of you from you know you can't follow a dream unless you actually have 
one and don't be afraid to think big and define your own version of success but define it and follow it like it has to do with the meaning of what I would say the personal legend is Kadr mm. that you believe in there's something bigger written for you and and all your journey is just to find out what it is and to follow it but you cannot arrive there if you don't know where where you want to go and to know where you want to go you need to understand the one who's leading you which is God so that was one thing I think the other one was from the whole storyline which was you know he went through a lot of hardship he had to sell his sheep they stole all this money they you know until the end there was a lot of struggle but he kept going right because he yeah. wanted to pursue his personal legend and there was like people who always either through bad example or good example showed him that actually he wants to pursue it which for me was just another word of summer mm. because Uh, so it doesn't mean only patience, but it also means persistence mm. and not only to want something and to be willing to wait for it, but also to keep failing to succeed in the end, like to keep, to not give up, to keep going, to be persistent in the way of pursuing it. So that was like the storyline was also very Islamic for, my, for me okay, in the way yeah. of like the concept of mm. not giving up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And then obviously there's one term that they always re uh, um, use, which is maktub. Yeah. And, and the way that what is written for you, which could also be kadr, but yeah. also, uh, you know, having tawakul basically to, you know, there is something written for you and God has something good written for you. So even if you go through bad things and hardship, mm. at the end, these things are written for you to, to find your purpose. So the having the tawakul to go through all this hardship. <laughs> I'm just thinking about... So that was kind of like the, <laughs> the translation in my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's amazing. This book, really, it's quite interesting in the way it divides... Not divides, but people have such opposing ideas about it. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to understand why. I mean, you, you took all that from it. And I pretty much just wanted to get to the end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> If you want to listen to the full episode, click the link below. It is on the Book Nomad podcast. You can find all our conversations there and all our discussion, which was really fun. Now, I would love to hear from you. Leave down in the comments. If you have read the book, what were your favorite takeaways from The Alchemist? And if you haven't, what were your favorite takeaways from what I mentioned? Inshallah, leave it down in the comments. And don't forget, the real deal is going on at sharediversity.com. Jump on the newsletter, comment below this episode and share your diversity with us. If you enjoyed this episode, like and share with your friends and make sure to rate and review us on iTunes so we can keep creating content that is relevant to you. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum.